this is Woodside Church Youth. Welcome back to the Woodside Youth Podcast. We are back bringing you the best content that Woodside currently has to offer. We are back. Episode 10. We've made, made it. it to double figures. 10 whole episodes. I didn't think I'd make it this this far. I thought I would it's have dropped scenes. out about nine episodes ago. It genuinely, absolutely seems. I didn't think we'd make it 10 episodes, but we have. Yeah, no, I didn't think we'd uh, make it this far, to be honest. And we've got we've got a special episode. This is the first episode we haven't done on Preach. Yeah, uh, We're doing it. And we're doing it with one of our favourite youth leaders. All the youth leaders are our favourite, but because she was on, she's one of my favourites. It's Luce. Uh, and she joined us. We talked about loads of stuff. We talked about university, uh, what our university experience would like, top tips for university, what do we do about church and university, how does that affect our lifestyle, all that good stuff. And I think it was a good episode, but it is so hot in our rooms. If we it sounded is. a little bit laid back, that's why, because we are quite literally overheating. What is it? It's 34. It's 34? It's 34, and because... I can't have a fan on because it will affect the sound. I have to close my windows. I so I am cool. steaming. Wow, that is yeah. Hard. But yeah, make sure you listen in and you'll hear from us in five seconds. See you soon. So soon. And welcome everyone. Luce is now joined us for the Woodside Youth Podcast. She It's just been her birthday. We we're talking about cake and presents and it's the hottest day of the year so far. So it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good episode. It's gonna be a good day. And Lucy's mum has come into the podcast. Hey, Lucy's mum. You can also hi to my mum, who was trying to help me with my hair um, at the same time as I was doing the introduction. So apologies to that. Thank you very much, mum. Uh. <laughs> The best thing is that you guys can't see this, but Lucia's got a Zoom background, so I just saw her mum's arm coming through, coming through her background, and got very. I saw out. her face first, just coming like above <laughs> Lucia's head, like there. Just a floating head. Oh man, it's never dull on our recordings. It's never dull. Anyway, Kev, would you rather episode ten, the first big milestone? It better be an insane one. Okay, um, it's not. It's not insane. Um, after a lot of. Where's big... the enthusiasm, Kevin? It's not an insane one, guys. This is the worst would you rather we've had so far. Wow, you're setting us up, mate. Uh, um, go on, Kev, what have you got? Would you rather be stuck in a room full of mosquitoes or full of rats? Oh. Um. Mosquitoes? Yeah. Like, Interesting. Like, there's there's going to be significantly more mosquitoes than rats. Because they're tiny, obviously. Rats... Very different creatures like, to mosquitoes. Yeah. Let's, just, let's assume the rats are also trying to bite you and stuff. <laughs> the rats are trying to bite you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the mosquitoes, mosquitoes and the mosquitoes are trying to drain your blood, yeah. And the rats are also drain trying to attack blood. you. You've made that over dramatic, haven't you? They're trying to drain your blood. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. What? Drain? Drain your blood? Drain your body for blood. Um, Off I, blood. I actually don't mind rats. Like, I, Loads of people are really scared of rats, but I don't mind them. Like, they're easily steppable. Step, step on them all, you know. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just stressed out about the idea of rats climbing 
to my head, yeah. like literally climbing and building up to climb to me because they can stack on top of each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that didn't, and just like, that's my only thought is oh. that idea of them stacking and getting to me is a bit stressful. Like, that's not like. Yeah, video, yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with mosquitoes. Because uh, how many mosquitoes are there? Like, are there, is, is there like a hundred mosquitoes and a hundred rats, or is there like nah? There'd be like ten times more mosquitoes than rats, at least. So we're talking like a hundred rats or a thousand. Yeah, a yeah. Thousand like just a room full of mosquitoes is going to be different to a room full of rats. But the, this is the thing like with mosquitoes: you could technically curl in a ball, and then they would at least only get like the yeah outside bits, kind of. With a rat, with rats though, they would climb on top of you. Like they would literally cover you They'd in claw rats. Claw you apart, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. can't deal with as a imagery. So mosquitoes. <laughs> I think I'd probably go mosquitoes as well, because like we, I went to around to my dad's house today, and there was a, they have a puppy, new puppy, and every time it like just scratches my leg, I get so annoyed. Like I, I won't be scared of the rats. I just get so annoyed. Are you comparing a? Should I have made this? Would you rather? Would you rather be stuck in a room full of mosquitoes or dogs? I mean, or just one dog. I probably would have still picked the mosquito. Do you find a dog more terrifying than a rat? No. Um... <laughs> no, not one rat and one dog, but rats are in numbers. Not going dogs near, have bigger teeth, don't they, than rats? Yeah, so Ollie like... doesn't. He's a weirdo. He doesn't actually like dogs. I'm not a massive fan of dogs. Like... Yeah, Lachey doesn't like dogs oh, either. Oh, do you not like dogs as well? Hence, her first assumption when to find out about a dog is how big are their teeth? Because her... <laughs> it's not really about how she can stroke a dog. It's thinking, how can it bite me? Like, how can it chase me and bite me? That's what I want to know about dogs. Yeah. Like, some of them are very cute and very, very good owners. So that's all good. But, um... but cute dogs can still be horrible. Exactly. So, mosquitoes. I'd go mosquitoes. What are you saying, Kev? Oh, I was thinking mosquitoes as well having been bit enough by mosquitoes in my life i think i'll i'll go with what i know and fend them off uh see i don't i uh, i how do you know if it's a mosquito bite compared to a different bite you know huh just as i tell you what i do as long as i can have a tube of aloe vera i'll be fine just put on top of every bite then i'm not sure a tube would be there. enough i think you probably need like a bath and aloe vera to be completely honest you need, yeah yeah i could probably make that work yeah Problem solved. Fair enough. Well, there you go. So obviously we want to talk about going to university as well. So you guys that are going to university or even thinking about going to university, so the kind of the sixth form age, this hopefully bit here will be really practical for you guys. Uh, and we've got two people here. Kevin, who went to university in Birmingham to study something to do with uh, maths and... Uh, computer science. Kev did computer science. Nothing to do with maths. And no, then you I did, did both. Okay, what did you do? What did you do at uni, Kev? I did a joint honours in mathematics and computer science. Was oh. it that and then you went on to do a masters in what? In uh, mathematical finance. So, yeah, and then Luce, if you, Kev's very clever. That's Kev's very clever. That is a lot of that is a lot of maths and science, and my brain just went what? Like I was like, Nah, <laughs> you have the money for it. I just paid a lot of debt, basically. <laughs> but you're good money, then, so it's all good. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then Luce went to university in. Help me out here. Suffolk. In Suffolk. And what did you do at university, Luce? Social work for three years. Very good. So these guys have been to uni, different places, different kind of courses. So they're really good. Hopefully the wisdom will help you. And we're just going to, they're just going to talk about their uni experience a little bit as a Christian or when, in the places they were when they went to university. I don't, we haven't talked about this, so I don't know whether they fell away from God or they didn't go to church, but they did. So it'd be really interesting to hear. Kev, do you want to kick us off talk about your experience at university? Sure. So when I was like 18 before I was going to university, my experience with church was that I was just going on Sundays, but I wasn't 
getting anything. I wasn't really getting anything from it. I was just only going because my parents were going and stuff. So when I went to uni, I basically didn't really go to church I'd, for the first year of uni. Um, I'd go along like every now and then, but I'd be in and then I'd be straight back out of church. I just felt like I was still back in my old routine of going just because everyone else was going at home. Mm-hmm. And I like tried to carry that in, but I was just like basically not going much. And um, yeah, I think I just sort of fell away a bit in the first year. Um, didn't really engage in church, didn't do much. Uh, and then I think it was, but I was going every now and then. And towards um, the end of first year, like uh, I think it was in 2016, um, it was when the Catalyst Festival was on. Mm-hmm. And it was after my I'd done my exams. And I went to the Catalyst Festival just one Saturday. And um, I think I just really, I met God quite powerfully in one, one of those days. And um, so I think I made more of an effort thinking, all right, God, I'm actually going to uh, pursue you more. What do you think, Luce? How was What was your uni experience like in Suffolk? Um, so, yeah, Suffolk's a bit of a weird town. Um, those live in Suffolk, <laughs> I apologise. But for someone who grew up in London and moved to Bedford, Suffolk is very odd. Um, I took a gap year before I went to uni. It wasn't intentional. It was more that I just didn't get in anywhere. So I just ended up dossing <laughs> okay. around Bedford for a year, <laughs> resetting exams I got worse grades on and working in Bedford. So by the time I went to uni, all my friends had already been for that first year, um, which Uh was both helpful and not at the same time, because obviously all my friends from school had been, and I had, I was, those who don't know, I was a bit of a nerd at school, like I was not a bit, I was a massive nerd at school. So like, I had some friends (laughs) who were like, who had gone to uni and stayed as nerds, and literally stayed in their same kind of like, like geeky, nerdy bubbles, and had it really left there, and found people just like that at uni. And others who had gone opposite direction and literally were now having the great, the best time ever partying all the time. And I was at home getting all this information thrown at me through different social medias and that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, okay, so how am I going to start uni? Because I don't know what I'm doing. And I ended up at, in Suffolk, which is, the uni's quite new. It was quite new when I went. It had been open for like four or five years. So they What's didn't the really, uh-huh. university, university of Suffolk. Okay. So it was quite a new uni. Um, it didn't really have much of a student population in terms of in the town centre. Um, and I was I was so, so anxious. Like, I don't know if they would describe it. I was literally like, because I wanted to make it the best experience ever. And I was so excited to make it the best experience ever. But also, it was brand new. It was a new area. It was all my friends mm-hmm. had thrown information at me about what it was like. And I was like, I need to do it perfectly the first year because they all did. And so that build up for me meant that my first year, I didn't really do much. <laughs> I literally, I literally, my course was mainly mums. It was make social work is a weird course. Oh, okay. Because a lot of the people on there are in are over twenty five, over thirty. It's a second career, mm-hmm. second degree. So I had one or two people in my in my course who were like my age, so nineteen, but most of them weren't. So the ones who were nineteen, I was like, yeah, I'm not ready to go out partying like you are because I've never been anywhere. I don't go partying. I've never done that before. So I didn't mm-hmm. want to go out with them because I was terrified i didn't really i could hang out with the older ones but a lot of them went home to their kids and their partners and i was like cool so i'll just not go anywhere um so first year i was so i was so over anxious and so nervous i was just like i didn't really do much and it was it ended up being that in a weird way i was like well if i don't i get went to some social stuff but there wasn't loads of it because again it was a new uni they weren't quite sure what they were doing um mm-hmm. so i went to some social stuff but it was a bit weird because no one knew what they were doing either so I ended up yeah. at church 
I ended up at church basically being like, okay, well, I mean, I've been in church my whole life. Can't hurt to go. Maybe people who are my, yeah. my actual age, maybe I'll just try it. And I went, I didn't choose it very wisely. Some people were like, some people look up for ages. I literally was like, this one is outside my accommodation. So I can roll out of bed and go. That's what I did. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, so I was like, I can go. I can, I can literally wake up five minutes before and get there on time. Um, for those who know me, I get there on time. But I got this, I got this church on time because it was so close. Wow. Um, um, so yeah, so that was my first year, kind of like a mixed, a mixture of like extreme anxiousness, um, not wanting to do anything, not wanting to go anywhere because I was like so nervous about what I was going to do wrong what I was going to do right, making it a perfect experience. So instead, I just stayed in my room and went to church on Sundays um, and went to some other stuff. I did join Christian Union, which had like four people mm-hmm. in it, which had four people in it. So it was quite, yeah. an, it was bad. It was bad. Um, <laughs> and so I, I love being around people. So I love being around different type of people. So for me, this first year was the oddest thing because it was like opposite to what I've ever done. And like... Yeah. Every other experience where I've started something new has been so different. But this one, because of the build-up from my friends, because of the new environment, because of everything being new, I just, like, almost, like, shut down. So, like, it took me until maybe, like, Easter, maybe, like, late after Easter to really be like, okay, I've not been here for, like, six months, if not seven months. I need to I need to actually commit to something other than just going to my lectures, going to Christian Union, hating Christian Union because it was so boring. Um going to church on Sunday and similar to Kev dipping in, going in the beginning and then running out because I was like, can't deal with new people. So it didn't like mm-hmm. Easter where like I started like doing a lot more stuff social in the, in the actual uni as well. Like I joined the debate club, which again was terrible. All the clubs were terrible. So my suggestion for university is check out the societies and the clubs before you go. Yeah. Because these, yeah. you need to know they actually run because they, these ones didn't really run. So, um, so I joined a few more societies um, and I met some more people and then I got, I stayed after church, like the odd service and I just chatted more people. Um, so I kind of, I made friends who weren't on my course, who weren't, who weren't, who weren't mums or 28 year olds or like, or like people who lived at home and then commuted in. I met people who actually lived on campus who lived on my accommodation. Um, yeah. And it kind of, it kind of helped quite a lot. Because I met more people, I had more variety. Um, and then by the time I got to second year, I knew more people because I spent more time getting to know people instead of hiding in my room. Because um, there's mm. one point where I remember camping out in my room for like almost five days straight. And I was like, I probably should leave my room at some point. So second year was much better because I knew more people. Um, mm. And I think and a, more more students joined my church, which really helped because they also then forced me to actually... Um, come out of my little bubble of nothingness so yeah um and i think what kev said there like the mix of friends was really helpful for me is meeting more people in different areas was really helpful um mm. so yeah i i those love my i started going out more which is like there's more events and stuff like that and that was really fun and it's a good balance mm. you need the balance of both what you said about um like after six months you were like i can't just i need to do something else other than just going to church on the Sundays and staying in my room. Like, that's one of the things I, I would always recommend about some doing at uni. Like, you get out of it what you put in. 100%. And you really, yeah. you really do need to put yourself out there when you go to uni. Like, if you had met me at, in first year of uni, I was a completely different person back then. I wouldn't talk to you. 
I wouldn't make conversation with you or try to be your friend. But mm-hmm. you really do, like, one of the things I would always recommend people do is join a society or a club. Join as many as you can with your time, as well as, like, managing your studies and stuff. Get out there and meet more people and get involved in stuff. Because yeah. I think uni is a time where you will go through a lot of change. Yeah. It's going to be weird, because obviously the, we had we had Freshers' Weeks where you... Well, they met their freshers' weeks, where the idea is you can go and join a bunch of societies as like a starting point and kind of go, even if you don't stay in the club, at least you've met some new people. Yeah, now, yeah. obviously, this September, I think a lot of them are doing virtual ones, which will be really different. Um, I don't think anyone are doing with university, but the suggestion still stands of going to meet people and don't mm, put don't put pressure on yourself. Don't put too much pressure on yourself about what you need to be about who you need to meet, because some people have this idea they're going to be their best friend in the first year. You don't have to do that. Some of my best friends mm-hmm. from uni I met in my second and third year. And some of the, I didn't make a lot of best friends from uni. And I put the pressure on myself before I even started. But this with the new virtual freshers, whatever they do with that, it's about just reaching out to people, meeting new people, because there mm. is everyone is in the same position. Like every yeah. single person, even though you want to believe they're not, everyone is everyone is still starting university for the first time in their first year. You yeah. might have that one random person who's done their three degrees because they are rich beyond belief. But overall, ninety-nine point nine of people on your course or in your university will be starting at the same position you are, which is either moving out or commuting from home, and they're starting their course with you. And so remembering um, that means everyone's yeah. on the same playing field. And the person that one that one random person who's done who's on their third or fourth degree, you can just kind of ignore them. Don't, but like they, they're, but even, even they at some point were on the. <laughs> Exactly. In their first year, in their first degree. Exactly. And now you've got Corona as well. Like everyone's in even more of a position where you know for a fact that this is something that you're all going collectively through. Exactly. And most likely, like when you look at someone else in that virtual fair or wherever, like they're probably thinking the same thing. Like, oh, I'm just out here trying to make some friends, trying to get to meet some more people. And they probably appreciate it as well if you just made that connection and just yeah. started ch- t- talking to them, whatever. Yeah. It sounds like you guys are both putting emphasis on what made your unit experience and what kind of had good effect was the fact that investing in the people and the, and the things around you as well as in your studies yeah and like that's how you get the most out of it you're not go if you view uni as you're only getting to get the grades and nothing else will ever happen then you're not going to have sounds like you won't have as good a uni experience as if you invest in 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 a church or in societies in your friendship groups that you're living with in your accommodation because that can be scary moving into accommodation with people you don't know mm. especially if you're Terrifying. coming from home uh, but investing in them as well is probably one of the best things you can do. Yeah, I would say the thing. The thing is, if you think about it this way, so university is you're doing you're doing a degree, yeah. And when you think about the collect when you're in school, or like in in like from yeah like your nine to year eleven, you do five days a week from nine to from nine to three, yeah. The rest of that evening mm-hmm. you are spending with your friends you know. Um, when you get to sixth form, you're doing probably less hours, but you're still doing Monday to Friday, and you're spending time with your friends in the evening. At university, you spend even less time in lectures, but the rest of that time is for <laughs> friends and for stuff you for stuff that's not educational. Like you have to do your work, you have to catch up with it and make leave time for that. That's why they have so much time in the week because you should be doing some essays and some write ups. But especially yeah. in first year, like a lot of that time isn't used for essays and write ups. So actually, that's the time you if you were at home. You would be seeing your friend, you'd be going to cinema, you'd be going, you'd be going out, you'd be sitting in the park. So that same time is still there at university. It's just you're not at home mm-hmm. anymore. So if you choose to come home and just sit in your in sit in your room like you would do, like you want to, 
the problem is you're going to be sitting in a room a lot because there's a lot of time yeah. and actually there's no one there's not your mum or your dad or your brother or sister annoying you around the corner dragging you out being like oh let's go play here let's go do this um so actually you have to kind of be very intentional with who going out and spending time with people because there's a lot of spare time especially in mm-hmm. first year second and third yeah. year step up a bit um but first year there's so much spare time which you would be using for other things normally so use that time start new hobbies mm. start new activities yeah that's really helpful. Continue yeah. the ones you've learned some, on lockdown. <laughs> yeah. For some people, right. this will come a lot easier than others. Some people will, will just be like straight in there. They'll be, they'll love uni. They'll like get straight into it, meet all sorts of new people. Mm-hmm. And for some others, this is going to be something really hard because it's just a completely new world. And the idea of randomly going out and just meeting new people, going to a society all by yourself can be quite like frightening and nerve wracking. But it's not you're not alone in that there's so many other people who are just in that same boat as you and probably they'd also appreciate it as well if you've like pushed yourself out into that position and you push other people out into that position as well yeah i was gonna say and don't be surprised it's almost the opposite because my my mum was telling me this funny story the other day where when i was in when i went into nursery when i went into primary school secondary school i was the first kid out at the front i was talking to everybody and I was mm. always in the middle of it. Like I was, I made friends on the mm-hmm. first day. So comparatively, those entirety of my school experience to that university where I literally was like, okay, I'm good. I'm going to go in a show. I'm not going to talk to anybody. Yeah. It was the complete opposite than what I was expecting me, what I was expecting myself yeah. to do. So don't be worried if it's like the opposite because it is a, it is a lot. Like it's a lot, it's a lot to deal with in one go. Like, cause you're moving mm. away. If you are moving away, you might not be, but mm-hmm. it's a massive step up from, when you first started secondary school, which is probably the closest you're going to have the memory of when you started something yeah. new or started up a school. So, like, yeah, so don't... Everyone's in the same boat. And some people, yeah, like I've said there, people really welcome someone actually saying hi, even if just a hi, or just saying, oh, I'm going I'm going into town for a shop. Do you want to... Should we share a taxi? Do you know what I mean? Something simple as that for, like, 10 minutes in the Bond car. over having no money is huh? often... So bond over having no money Mate, and needing to share taxis. Best bond. Is, is best bond ever. I, yeah, I met some people just be like, we, we, were walk, we were walking down the stairs in, the, in accommodation. This was after my lovely self-imposed isolation for myself. Um, <laughs> and we were like, I was like, I want to go to the Big Asda. But I couldn't afford to go in a taxi by myself because it was like way expensive. So like, was we were chatting about it down, on the way in the lift down the, down the accommodation. And we all said, oh, let's just um, share a taxi. Like... It's not necessarily yeah. like don't go with random strangers. That's a bad idea. But also little <laughs> things that you don't think are going to be a reaching out moment are reaching out moments. Sounds that's good. That's really helpful. I hope you guys find that helpful at home. Moving on to a bit more about maybe being a Christian at at, at uni. What I thought this would be quite interesting to talk about. How is your experience in a student based church, or if you did go to a student based mm. church, different to uh, a family-based church that like Woodside did if you go to Woodside if for some reason you're not part of a youth group and we've reached you somehow or you don't go to church at all like how how did your church change like how did that change you did you go through a process of it becoming your own or did you struggle because you were surrounded by different people what what did that look like for you because there is definitely a difference between a family-based church and a student yeah. church I think it's for me it was almost like going to a student church when I was only hanging out with students there wasn't much interaction with me and other people in the church. So like for me, mm-hmm. going from a place like uh, my church in Birmingham, 
and coming to Woodside where there's all sorts of kids running about and everywhere. I actually really enjoyed that. Coming to a place where there's more of a family feel. Whereas a student yeah. church, it can be more of like, it's easy to just get sucked into the student bubble where you're just in like little student bubbles in your church and you're not actually venturing out to meet other people in your church. Which I think, uh, so that's what I wish I did more of when I was in my church in uni, like reach out to more families and hang out with more couples and other people in the church instead of just students. Uh-huh. It's uh, I think it's a mixed bag. I think you need, so weirdly enough, I would, my church started as a student church when I was first there. And then, like, as the years went on, it became more of a family church. I don't quite know why or how, but it was kind of both. Um, and because mm-hmm. I hadn't really looked into the churches, I just kind of joined the one closest to my accommodation. I hadn't really didn't know much more about other churches in the area. So I, fit, I visited yeah. a few in second and third year. But my church kind of shifted, which the student-based element, and like I've said, it was amazing being around other students because, for me, that was what I needed to be around other students because that was a, enabled me to kind of get involved with university life as well as church life and it gave me that balance of mm. both yeah um but being in a family-based church when it when it changed a bit later in my time there was was lovely because actually i was really missing my family like i was really missing them not as much mm. as i was in first year but i was missing them sporadically <laughs> so being around being around yeah. families and being invited to families houses and being involved with some of their family life was really nice for me to have that balance there um, you also yeah. the balance of both of them is whichever one gives you food like genuinely like <laughs> oh my gosh you like, can get so free much free foods, food free food churches honestly. and free food is like honestly the best thing um, you can survive for so long mate, on free food in church yeah I didn't make a meal for it's like, like three months a, straight <laughs> it's like that meme it's like that meme or from the, I think it might be from the office where he's got really long hair he's just awkwardly uh, shaking his hand it's like church life uni student free food oh, yeah, yeah. in the middle yeah, yeah. i was and, like planning my week out around how many free meals i was getting at yeah, church mate, mate yeah 100 percent. like three times a week four times a week i like got fed like i it was sunday sunday afternoon they always were like we'll do a we'll do a student or family lunch uh-huh. and it was lovely and i was like great free food on sunday sunday dinner sorted then i had tuesday where we had like a, a student small group or something um and then when i when i finally joined a community group it was with a family because I wanted a slight difference. And that yeah. one again fed me on a Wednesday. I was like, sorted. Amazing. Every now and then we had a Friday thing. I was like, great, more food. Um, and like, so that's the balance, I guess. I think you need a mix of both. And I think if you can find a mix of both, it's really helpful. But it depends. If you if you miss your family, it's nice to have a church family. If you yeah. want to have the student experience and kind of not be focused on little kids and families and be reminded of that, then some of the student base yeah. works as well. And you can go to more than one. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend going to more than one church in terms of like bouncing around, but there's nothing wrong with kind of having your home-based church Trying and going around. to events in other churches. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, yeah. But it's not saying you should bounce around churches at all. It's just saying there'd be other, there's other events happening around the area probably mm-hmm. that you can still go to if you want more student-led stuff. So yeah. Also, one thing to say is that an advantage of lockdown is that you can have a decent eye into what the church represents and what their thinking is because it's all online. So like an ideal time for now is like research the churches around where your uni is that would be viable to go to and drop in on their online services. You don't have to like be joining a small group there and now, but it's a good way of just getting to know a little bit about the church, seeing a few familiar, what might turn out to be familiar faces. It's good. It's the easiest way to check out a church ever right now. And even though you won't get the full picture, you can learn a lot about the church by viewing them online. So 
start doing your research now, I guess. And we'd always, I'd always encourage you to get into a church because that can be so valuable for uni, wherever it's friends, family, free food, then <laughs> point you to God. All those things are so valuable. And so it's worth putting your research in now as much as like a pre-uni reading also yeah. investigate churches. The Christian Union, as much as my experience wasn't the best, like it, it just happened to be the year I joined was a year the leader who was really good had left. It just happened to be a weird in between. Uh, so, um, but what I would say is Christian unions are really helpful. Um, and yeah. there is a website, I think it's called UCCF, which run the Christian unions around universities. I think it's called that. Yeah, the Christian oh, okay. unions around. Um, so, and the Christian unions in universities are a source of knowledge like they may not mm. be there may be a few of them there may be one there may be but normally someone there will know will have some suggestions mm-hmm. on churches in the area because you can go to an yeah. online church you can go and visit but actually someone who might go to that church has been to that church before and you yeah, so yeah. uccf they do the online their christian they, they support a lot of universities with them as well so yeah. definitely worth a uh, check with the christian union before you go to university um mm. If you've got we time, link because I'm sure you have time. The descriptions of everything, and we'll put it in our bio on Instagram as well, that website. So make sure you check that out at some point. Great. So we're going to transition to the last bit. We've got about maybe five minutes left. So this is normally where we go for our golden nuggets of the week. But because it's a special episode and we're not doing it on a specific preach, we are just going to do our top tips for university. So what we're going to do, we need to go around and say one tip for their top tip for pre- preparing for uni and their top tip for whilst you're at uni. So that's what we're going to do. So, Luce, what have you got as your preparation advice? Um, as someone who is a massive over-preparer, someone who overthinks a lot of things, my advice would be to chill a little bit and prepare a little bit less. And, but yeah, which is a Very really good. hard thing to do but that would be my suggestion. She spun the preparation tip on its head and said not to over-prepare, but I think that is great (laughs) advice. Kev, what are you saying? Um, Maybe mine would be learn how to cook. Make sure you can cook some good meals for yourself and learn how to manage your money wisely. Like, try to get into habits of, like, budgeting or preparing for the week about what you're going to spend and what you're going to eat and stuff. Pay your rent first. (laughs) Pay. That's that's quite good actually. Make sure you have enough money to pay rent. Pay your rent first. Yeah, and make sure you cook good meals because that will fuel you for. for they don't have to be else. good. It's like this is just like, edible. Yeah. <laughs> the bar is set really low. <laughs> just edible. Trust me, I set the bar way too low. Eat something. Eat. Basically, we're saying eat something. Yeah. Is what we're saying here. Very good. And my from this conversation, not that I've been to university, but after picking up this kind of stuff, I would say one of my top tips and what I would suggest you try and do is try and get involved in whether it's Christian Union and the normal societies, whether it's art society or walking society or whatever society it is, get involved and get get yourself stuck in because I've kept said you get out as much as you put in and go for it, even though you might feel awkward at first. That would be my first one. And also research them. Use the websites, research what societies there are, look on Facebook groups, uh, try and link with the people you're staying in accommodation is before you go. I know there's loads of Facebook groups out for that where someone goes in, I'm in 37A or something like that. Try and figure out where it is and investigate that before you go. What about for while we're at uni? I would, I would, I would just echo what you said there, Ollie, and just continue with that. So don't just st- get stuck in before, but actually get stuck in when you get there. 
and don't let yourself don't let yourself sit there so go go and do stuff like that first that first month so much is going on it's overwhelming but a lot is happening so i would say just as much as you can emotionally and physically manage go to them even if you're there for like yeah. 10 minutes go to them because the minute you get in a habit of not doing anything it sticks so go do stuff be safe about it be safe about it but please do it uh i was gonna say a similar thing but what i think would be my tip at uni is um, invest in people get involved in getting to know other people trying to build relationships even though it feels like you don't want to and like it's a like it just feels uncomfortable just push yourself to go out and do it like what Luce and Ollie were saying about getting involved in stuff get involved with the people and the stuff that you're doing as well get like get get to know more people and my advice would be even though I've never been to uni my top tip for going to university would be find a group of people or a family at church that will remind you and point you to Jesus whilst giving you free food yes they are, they, they are out there I mean so. I I can I've got, there's a few families, I know some of them might have seen when I go to New Day, I still see them now. And I literally, I know all their kids and they've all grown up and I literally lived in their house and they were so good to have with me throughout uni. They're actually one of the, the couple actually were the ones who got me involved in youth work because before I even started, when I started, you know, I was going to do kids, I was all about under the 11s, under 11s. And they kind of were influential and kind of who I am and now. now we hate kids work and love I love works. kids work I love ev- I love kids work I love youth work I love both of them combined but it's those families that you get stuck in with and, su- and get support like they are they are the best people to have in your life yeah very good well great great job guys it's so hot in my room so we're gonna call it there Luce thanks so much for coming thanks on coming, we love having you it's right, it's uh, fun. I hope you have a good Hope you have a good rest of your birthday celebrations. Thank you for interrupting them for the podcast. No, this is fine. This is this is. I'm watching Umbrella Academy because season two. Oh, came. the new seasons come out. I'm I'm rewatched season uh, one and I started it. I started it on like Wednesday and I I was really slow. Cause I started in the evening, so I'm catching what, up. What? So you stood on season one? I've watched it before. I'm just rewatching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please episode 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 eight. So I'm almost there. Oh, you're close. I'm really close to finishing season one. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, thank you for coming on. You've reached it to number you. ten. You've done 10. Thank you, Ollie. We never it. thought we'd get to this point. If we were in the room together, we would have celebrations and party poppers. Anyway, have a great rest of the day where, whenever you're watching this, guys. Stay safe. Hopefully we'll see you all soon. Peace, love and blessings. Thanks for joining us. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com or follow us on social media. <laughs>